0: The Spanish Announce Table.
1: It is episode 387 of the Spanish Announce Table. Tom, we're about a month away. Nine-year anniversary. Hey. In the back of your mind, if you're thinking about a gift or anything like that. Yeah. Um, What's nine years? Yeah, what is nine? I don't know. I I don't really
0: don't know. Hold on. When I did... When... uh... I got bronzed for our episode. Was that a year ago? Was that a whole year ago? Yeah. Jeez. You know, one thing that, uh, speaking of how time flies and you just don't even realize it. I saw on social media, uh, seven years ago yesterday, I think it was Kevin Owens powerbomb machine gun Kelly. And I just thought seven years ago, Machine Seven. Gun Kelly has still been that popular like that. No, nothing is been in our pop culture mind for that long for this long. Cause he's still here. Uh, oh yeah. He's still here. And yeah. Kevin Owens still fat. Watch the clip. Crazy. You know what I mean? Like for as much as they wrestle, how much he has to eat just like, like, so much,
1: he has cards, to actively.
0: He has to actively want to be fat. For as much as they wrestle, he has to be like, nope, we're doing two, we're doing a double. Yeah. Like
1: we are getting two pizzas.
0: <laughs> yeah, because his because he's not he's not the like big man wrestling style, right? He's not the Andre the Giant. You run around, I'm gonna stand in the middle of the ring and bump. Right. Like he's the fucking flips and shit to a certain degree, and he's still fat. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, we got somebody in the
1: Twitch chat, Tom. Uh it's oh Theo X75, who I'm um, I don't know if it's the Theo. I'm assuming it is. He says, So how was your experience with the In N Out T Mac?
0: Oh, it was underwhelming. Yeah, it was fine. <laughs> That's like, what I've heard about the In N Out. It's fine. It's it is not bad. There is nothing bad about anything that I experienced. There was nothing extraordinary. That's what I would say. Just like, just like Whataburger in Texas, I had that in Houston. Just like, well, Chick-fil-A I had Whataburger in here
1: in Kansas City, and I'll say the same thing. Although I used to have it in Oklahoma years ago when I lived down there. Uh, but Theo confirmed in the chat that yes, it is Theo, and he said, "Report TMac for slander." I'm Again, cutting your brake lines," he said.
0: But oh. nothing was bad about it. <laughs> But if you, you come, to Kansas- use this break, yeah, come on. No, all gas, all gas, all gas, baby. Yeah. Um, yeah like Theo, Tony Stewart, ever- no breaks. Ooh, Ooh. Well, breaks there, Tony Stewart. Um, Theo, if you ever come to Kansas city, meet up with us. I will take you. I don't even know if this is national, but it's, I've always grew up with it. I'll take you to a place called high boy. I think it's big boy nationally. But locally, it's called High Boy. Same thing. There is not a difference, except for they put Thousand Island on their burger. But there's no other difference. Yeah.
1: At some point, a burger is a burger. Like, you can only season it so many ways, right? Like, you can only cook it up so many ways. You can only put lettuce on the thing. You know what I mean? Like, yes, you can dress to get all the different kinds of burgers. But to me, like, every time somebody talks about one of these burger joints, it's always about the basic burger, right? Like, it's not Mm -hmm. like you got to try their triple avocado. Yeah, go whip, whatever. Right? That, right. That's an actual Yeah. Um, it's always just their basic, you know what I mean? Lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions, all that kind of shit, right? And you're like, fine. But none of them are any different than I none of them have ever made me think I will wait in a line for two hours for that. Right. Not the Shake Shacks, not the fucking yep. Whataburgers, not I've never had the in and out, but I guarantee you all think the yep. same thing. Yeah, a Chick fil A yeah. chicken sandwich, fuck out of here. Look, awesome. yeah, sometimes I'll want it.
0: I might wait twenty minutes, but you're reaching my mm. limit. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like you're reaching yeah. my limit. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it was fine. Like I said, nothing was bad about it. I had it twice to, to mm. indicate that I liked it. I went back. Right. But Tim for our nine year uh, podcast anniversary, we're not flying out to go to in and out. You get what I'm saying? Like it was fine. God oh, damn it. Sorry. Cancel the spoiler. tickets. Yeah. Spoiler alert. But again, it was them. cool it was fun to say animal style i want a double double animal style that was fun it's fun to say yeah. now i've said it you know well
1: uh all of that aside we're here to talk about pro wrestling and yeah don't lose any of our streamers on the twitch or the youtube and if you're listening to this later we on the got podcast, some news i mean if you're listening to this on the podcast later you're not as cool as the people watching live i will but say you are that. still cool Well, you're Look, also you're you're super cool. cool you're like there's the live stream viewers and then there's you. Right. Right. Exactly.
0: Yes. You know what I mean? Perfect. Well, we're in there somewhere. eh. (laughs) If you were graded, you would be an A minus. That's where you're at. Still great. That's Mm great. as an A plus. Um, Tim, we got a lot of news to talk about. There was a lot of legitimate news. Uh, Let me, this is some of the biggest um, news
1: we might have ever discussed when it's all said and done. And maybe not, maybe not. Yeah.
0: But let me, uh, draw your attention to legitimate. This isn't rumors. This isn't, yes. um, this SC uh, scoops.com. Yeah. This isn't, this isn't wrestle, wrestle insider. Yeah. All that. No, this is legitimate real stuff that we're going to be talking about. Well, so let's get news. into it. Right. Exactly. This is right. <laughs> Patriot act. January 6th, uh, lovers, this is fucking real stuff that we're talking about here. So,
1: freedomeggle dot Facebook.
0: Yeah, exactly. All
1: right. <laughs> All right. Good one. All right. So the biggest news that that comes out this week, and I mean it, this this it kind of slow rolled to hit me about what this means, right? But the Wall Street Journal, the real news you're talking about, mm-hmm. comes out. is like here's a story about vince mcmahon and you're kind of like okay usually that's a financial matter right or something but then Mm -hmm. it says wwe board investigating hush money payments by vince mcmahon to former wwe employer or employee three million dollars and it's like yeah don't they do that all the time like i thought that was normal standard practice from wwe Right. right like i'm like oh I thought, yeah, and I'm like, oh, let's see what this is. But then it starts discussing about how it was hush money for a sexual relationship with Vince McMahon, this employee who was like a paralegal and then got mm-hmm. a $200,000 raise and, and a promotion out of nowhere right mm-hmm. when everybody's getting
0: COVID released, right? Well, that's, that's the interesting part here yeah. because, again, what can be argued in a court of law if they do take him there, right? And try to, or even they do a vote of uh, no competence, right? Like yeah. he will try to keep his position as CEO. You know, of course. The, the thing he can say is $3 million is my money. It was a consensual relationship. There was no, you know, type of forced, uh, you know, interactions or anything like that. It was a consensual me and this lady, right? Had a relationship. I paid her $3 million out of my pocket. I think the interesting part is what you just said there. You go from making $100,000 to $200,000 during a time period when budget cuts and people were getting released. Now that's where the business can say, hold on. There's a conflict of interest here. You're now taking money out of our pockets to give to someone that you're having an intimate relationship with. That's the interesting part here. Because again, I could say, look, What's my business is my business. I still ran the company. There was no loss of you Wrecked know funds or anything. Like yeah, check the books. It was all the same, you know, profits and uh, you know uh, the eyes are dotted and T's are crossed. But if you start to say people are getting raises because they're sleeping with me, whoo, that might get you booted out. So that's the yeah. most interesting part for me is the raise.
1: Well, it is. But then another interesting part rears its head where it sounds like. John Laurinaitis was intimately involved in some of this as well. And I I stress the word intimately involved. Yeah. Hoy, um, I Look, rich, powerful people, and we're, and we're talking Vince is a one-percenter, right? Like Vince is oh, yeah. fucking, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Uh, they have weird things, right? Like they, I mean, you know, well, look, weird is a subjective term,
0: but, right. you know. And and again, I guess, yes, John Laronitis was brought in. There was some type of quote where this lady was being shared, quote, like a toy in this report, right? I would go back again because in the bedroom and relationships are, are a fluid situation, especially as we sure. progress year over year. Right. Yeah. If it was consensual to me, that's a, sure. that's a non story. Hey, Three people wanted to all hang around and start touching holes. Yeah. Oh whatever. Course. Right? Like that's not my deal. I don't care.
1: Ooh, Tom but- coming in hot. With touching holes might be an episode. You know title. what I
0: mean? <laughs> like, you get what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Like, I don't judge people. I don't care. I don't want you to know what I'm into. No holes I don't barred. Really... All right. Uh. Right, yeah. I... <laughs> no holes barred, right? <laughs> I don't want to know their kind of stuff. So, like, as long as it was consensual. Now, again, if there's conversation about I was forced to then There's now... consent and there's coerced consent. And then there's, right. you know, and I'm right. not
1: saying any of that applies. I have zero knowledge of any of that. Yes.
0: I'm, yeah, I will I will I will be more apt to hear details of that situation if things yeah. are alleged in that regard, but if not, that's a yeah. that's a that's a fringe detail on the story that is Vince McMahon could lose his company. That's the story.
1: So, well, and here comes in even more stuff. And I'm going to jump out to the chat streams again here. Again, if you're not watching live, you got to get with it. We're on the YouTube and the Twitch and I got two chat streams going here at once because i can handle two at once pause on that all right anthony carillo on the youtube chat says mo money mo problems and yeah i mean that's kind of where we're getting here right like these the the thrill seeking is an elevated level when you're in power positions right so sometimes that's where this bleeds into like office things like this i mean look we've seen a president in our lifetimes tom go through similar situations with with employees or subordinates um and oh yeah Mm yeah mm yeah Well,
0: even a, I was yeah. going with the last one, but you Probably went all with the 90s. That could have went with all of them. JOK. <laughs> yeah, all the back.
1: Theo says, "Yeah, Slick Willie." Um, Theo also said in the Twitch chat, "says if it wears a skirt, Vince will chase it," and he's right. But I wonder if that includes Perry Saturn. And he also says, "I'll bet," <laughs> said, "I'll bet John made his victim wear his old Moon dog wrestling gear." And again, we don't know that this is a victim. Right. Right. But that is a that's, funny yeah. mental picture.
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but man, w- ooh. Hmm. Well, so again, the, the interesting part to me is that there is legal grounds for the board to have a vote of no competence for Vince McMahon, which then essentially kicks him out. So from that's what I've read interesting is-
1: to me and what i've read here and again i don't know what that what i read actually would be able to verify this is true but like that vince isn't he doesn't hold the majority of shares but they created their own bylaws around those shares to where he holds the majority voting power now i don't know if there's provisions for yeah, you know, your voting power matters in, in aspects not concerned to you right i, I don't know um mm-hmm. and as you mentioned his daughter sits on this board if i'm not mistaken Right. Exactly. And And his
0: his wife's
1: still on the border. She recused herself during her political runs. I can't remember.
0: I think she recused herself. I think once she's decided to run for Senate and failed uh, numerous Uh, times, then she uh, recused herself. That's the, that's another interesting detail though. This comes out. I don't, I don't know exactly when this investigation started. It seems like it kind of started a few months back
1: because they said they started knowing in March is when like the WWE board started understanding what was going on.
0: And what, what are we in June? Is this June? Yeah. Yeah. June. And what was it? uh, May. Was it May when Stephanie left? Maybe yes. she's maybe when she smelled smoke and was like, I'm getting the fuck out of here.
1: And so uh, another thing is Kevin Dunn is now possibly being investigated for insider trading because around that time he offloaded a million dollars worth of stock or something like that. Yes. Uh, and there was a big stock sale right before the news broke here just a couple of days ago. So it sounds like and a look, lot of people could go down. We could see look, potentially in a worst case scenario for the McMahon's anybody tied to that family might be out of power and that will be a whole new world that the wrestling world hasn't seen in like ever 50 years like i don't Mm -hmm. yeah and everything's up for grabs then who knows yeah is nick Khan in charge then or did he know too and they're like you get the fuck out of here too but who was who's like isn't it just like who's who's left when we start saying well vince we can't ask you (laughs) like 70 jeff jarrett Jeff, Jeff Jarrett on the board
0: of WWE. I don't even know anymore. It's, it's going to be all the way down to Jeff Jarrett. And we're going to get TNA 2.0. That's what we're going to get. Jeff
1: Jarrett and Shawn Michaels are over there in the corner. Be like, I don't know. You trust the guy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so th- then again, the interesting thing is if Stephanie knew she got out before the going got tough. So that's an interesting part. As you did mention uh, Kevin Dunn, getting in trouble with insider trading, and there's two things you don't mess with U.S. on. You don't mess with the taxes, and you don't mess with stocks. Look, Martha Stewart was at the height of her powers, and she did some insider trading, and she went to jail. She went to actual jail, right? Mm -hmm. You don't mess around with stock market, and then obviously you don't mess around with taxes because Al Capone was murdering people and went to jail for tax evasion. Like, those are two things you don't fuck around with. And one of those things Kevin Dunn messed around with the other interesting thing on this legal news of WWE is going over to Vince McMahon's other old company, XFL. He is now going into a legal matter with former XFL commissioner, Oliver Luck, for payments due to him. And so now he has those legal issues, by the way, Oliver Luck, very rich not a man who can just be like, Oh, I'm sorry. We're going to extend this six months. I guess I'll just take my ball and go home. He's got money, not to the extent of Vince man, but he's got a few money. So he's like, all right, let's do this two more years. Like I'm good. So not looking good for Vince. And I kind of like it. Yeah. Here's my takeaway. And again, I don't like it as far as like people are suffering. I don't like that people are suffering, but I told you this off air and I wanted to say it because I think the IWC needs to have a quote unquote, come to Jesus moment right now. We, as a, as a community will get around people who are toxic and push them out. There was Velveteen Dream, uh, Jimmy Havoc, Joey Ryan. We kicked these people out for doing horrendous things. And I applauded the community for doing that. Again, I don't think you should have your life ruined, but I think the current thing that you're doing, you got to go find something else, right? Go work for Target. Like you can't be wrestling matches anymore. You got to go, right? But at every turn, Vince McMahon has proven exactly who he is. At every single turn, the person that you think he might be is exactly who he is. And so I challenge the wrestling community to stop supporting his business look i understand you might love big e you might love aj styles but the person making all the money is vince mcmahon and the only way because again vince mcmahon has sponsors right vince mcmahon has corporations but at the end of the day vince mcmahon still has enough money to where he could run shows across the country and still be profitable So the only way you hurt someone like that is in their pockets. So stop watching and stop going. You know what I mean? We have the information. This isn't a thing where it's like, you know, I love AJ Styles and I really like Liv Morgan, but it just seems like he's, uh, you know, icky. No, we know he is. He is a legitimately more than not bad example of a boss. And we need to kick that person out. And with kicking him out is his company. He's, they got to go.
1: Yeah, look, he's a sleazeball human being with a lot of money to continue being a sleazeball human being because he has the power to kick out people who won't be a yes man,
0: mm-hmm.
1: basically, out of his world.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like one of his good friends who's done that in, in, in huge positions of power. And it just is what it is. Like he, It's part of the reason we don't really watch their product anymore. Yeah, both of my kind of both of you and I both independently kind of came to that like, fuck this
0: guy. And I don't want to watch it. anymore. don't want I don't want to support it. Yeah, it's just like ask yourself, ask yourself, not you, just the general you ask yourself if the main event of a local wrestling show was Velveteen Dream versus Joey Ryan. Are you going to it? Most likely you're going to say no. And that's good. But then you can't be talking out of the other side of your ass saying, But Monday night's got to watch Raw. Who's going to be the fourth member of Judgment Day? You can't, you gotta look. I'm not saying in every aspect of your life, you have to be the best, truest form of yourself. Obviously, we make moral decisions on a daily basis, right? But there is a thing called moral exhaustion. It's real. So I understand. However, we have enough information over 30 years that this person isn't good. And so at what point are we gonna say, you know, enough is enough and it's time for a change, quoting Owen Hart, and like kick this company out of here until new ownership is taken over. That's when I will go back. If there is a Vince McMahon is out, you know, his inner circle has been removed from WWE, we're gonna go with, I don't know, again, maybe Jeff Jarrett. (laughs) I'll go back and I'm like, all right, well, let's see what's happening here. But until then, I don't know how you again, yeah. the the general you is 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 accepting watching Raw and SmackDown because you like uh you know Finn Balor or you like Roman yeah. Reigns like it's just you can't do it.
1: Uh, hitting the chats up again, Anthony creo in the YouTube chat says, "What about Shane O'Mac?" And from all I understand, he was still estranged from kind of the. Well, family he got fired, moment, wasn't he? He ain't in the yeah. company. Yeah, that was just this year wasn't it that was like yeah, january. That was january he's
0: gone he's not even in the company um,
1: and uh theo on the twitch chat said you think vince will be overthrown from ww so, all right tom that's the question is this happening or does vince skate by yeah business as usual no. until he's dead
0: john Laurenitis. this is my guess john Laurenitis takes the fall gotta go see ya then we're probably gonna hear in again. three to four months, right? But then we're probably gonna hear in three to four months uh the Bella's mom divorce him because remember, he's married to the Bella's mom, uh, and then he's out of there, right? I believe then someone else, I there's going to be other people that we're just not familiar with, right? Kevin Some, uh, out may, well, that's the person who could be serving jail time. That's that's a different conversation again. Stocks and taxes, you don't mess with, with America. So that's a, that's a different real situation. As far as WWE, I think Vince stays on in a limited I mean, capacity. Serve
1: like 20 years in prison.
0: Man. Yeah. Especially because I don't know the amount, but if he sold, you know, more than a hundred thousand shares, like yeah. the I mean, more he the shares, get, like, I think they the, can, I think is 20
1: years, they can go on that. But I think like, you know, you get several months to a couple of years, depending on how you cooperate or don't.
0: Right. And and so yeah, his situation I think is different. But with Vince McMahon specifically, I think maybe uh outwardly there is a well Vince McMahon is gonna now take a reduced role. Uh you know, Stephanie McMahon has now taken chairs, but then but then it's like Vince is still showing up backstage going like cut to camera three. We need to see Finn's dick. It's like it's still gonna be business as usual. I mean we need to see it. you
1: know what I'm saying what do you think what do you think I think I
0: think I yeah I think he
1: doesn't either I think like you're right John Laurinaitis gets publicly blogged and fired and I hope Kevin Dunn goes to jail which is a weird thing to say about a human I've never met Mm -hmm. um and if it were to happen like and and everything was going out you know like Vince is on his way out and everything Uh, We've kind of discussed this, like, they would probably... Somebody would come in, your ESPNs, your fucking Fox. Somebody's coming in, and they're buying it. They're buying it. NBC for their over-the-top. They're going to make an offer that the board's going to be like, here, clearly, we don't know what the fuck we're doing, and they'll sell for fucking bargains, and everybody will make out, uh, Mm -hmm. literally, and and with the money. And, hey, from the sounds of it, everybody's making out over there. Uh, And then, you know, that's how that would go down, which would just then be weird, because then... It'd be similar to, like, remember when WCW and Eric Bischoff and they had that, like, here's Vice President of Turner Media Communicate like, somebody will be running it who's an executive businessman in TV. Yep. WWE will just continue to be a more commercialized bullshit, even worse than it is now, probably. There'll be no semblance to real wrestling ever again.
0: That and that's whole fine. Lot <laughs> but, like, that's good. Look, not everything needs to go on for the... Existence of time, right? Rome is not the number one power in the world. Evolution (laughs) happens and things fall down. WWE can fall down. It's okay. Life will continue. It's going to be fine. They're a horrible run company by what all accounts is an evil man. So hold to your moral obligation of you being a good person and stop supporting it. Like, well, you don't talk to me about WWE. I'm being dead serious now because now I'm working myself up here. Don't talk to me about how fucking good WWE is when Vince man's running that company, because fuck yourself. Like, it's, it's a horrible run organization by an evil person.
1: I remember Tom telling me before, he's like, I'm going to clean it up to where there's less cuss words when we go yeah, live on the but show. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah I got those clip but now I'm being serious. Like, that guy, seriously, you're you're a, Like, yeah. did you have the information? Again, look, I have an iPhone. I I know iPhone and Apple probably has business practices that if I dug in deep enough, I probably wouldn't be happy to have, right? I probably want to get rid of my Apple phone. I'm not saying I'm perfect over here, Right. However, there's enough in-your-face situations with this company that, like, what are you doing? And there's an alternative. There's plenty of alternatives. There's independent yeah. wrestling. There's uh, Impact. There's New Japan. There's AEW. Like, you can't just be like, "We'll GCW.
1: just
0: the Yeah, there's GCW going central across states the central states
1: wrestling in Kansas City. Exactly. So, uh, well, and we encourage you, folks to tell us what you feel just like our friends here are doing in the chat we want you to be our friends uh anthony carrillo in the youtube chat says fans shouldn't just stop watching it because of Vince, but more so because it's a horrible product well,
0: then, yeah. Yeah, i mean look well, yeah that's a different but again that can be subjective right we could say just, it
1: makes it all the easier right like right, exactly, the product yeah. sucks so and why do you even good, do it right, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> right
1: um and theo says boo apple so
0: yeah, throw your iphone at look. a bus teammate yeah, look, I, I, if there was another alternative that was as user friendly, I would definitely be into it. But like, there's two, there's two phones in the market. Both are mm-hmm. kind of shitty. So like, what am I gonna do?
1: Yeah, right. Well, before you know? we get into the next big news story, Tom, I want to bring up. Uh, you know, occasionally we like to have a beer sponsor of the week, and this week I'd like to shout out our beer sponsor of the week. Nobody, Aww. nobody gave us some money to go buy some beers, and thanks, nobody a beer
0: for you and water because nobody. i only do beer
1: if you want to do what nobody can uh <laughs> send us some money go to spanishdownstable.net there's a paypal link tableshow at gmail.com uh hit us up you know we'll gladly take some of your money we'll drink some beer that you tell us to get and uh, we'll tell everybody how great you are about whatever you got going on we're here for you
0: or if you want to you know support the shows in other ways you know fuck. yeah and definitely keep communicating with us. We always like hearing from you. By the way, if you are on the YouTube stream in the future, uh, you will know that we had a beer sponsor of the week because that is the only time I drink beer while recording, is when we have a beer sponsor of the week. So there you go. Uh,
1: X0X81 uh, in the YouTube chat says Madison Rain
0: footface <laughs> going back oh. out
1: <laughs> with some retro, retro <laughs> Spanish Announced Table clips oh the, uh, man. yeah
0: she Madison has some rain foot face. <laughs> she Madison seems like rain. a fine person but, yeah, it looks like know. Kevin Bacon we say. yeah look, <laughs> look I got caterpillars for eyebrows I, you know we all yeah. got something but like yeah a, a well place. good segue with
1: the TNA because who used to be in TNA is now in the news and that is the charismatic enigma Jeff Hardy so oh. we've known Jeff Hardy has had a abuse struggles right substance abuse Mm -hmm. struggles and that as is the case with folks who have substance abuse struggles these are not always a linear progress right sometimes it's two steps forward one step back so on this jeff hardy one is kind of bad once we started hearing the details of it so he gets pulled over at ah, nine in the morning and is they've had several nine one one calls the policeman says on the dash cam and he's swerving all over the place and he is literally can barely stand up and they did a blood alcohol and it was what Mm 0.294 and i heard an expert talking that like 0.35 and you're you're near death Mm -hmm. like this could have been bad for jeff hardy and uh he was that bad how did he not kill somebody in rush hour traffic like Yeah, this one, I don't know if Jeff Hardy might not actually serve time on this one, man.
0: This, this, look, for as as, uh, worked up and as passionate as I was about, like, stop supporting someone who's doing bad things, I'm going to go on the other side here. And it's not because I like one person more than the other. Anyone who's listened long enough knows that, like, the Hardy Boys, Young Bucks, style of wrestling. just isn't my thing. So it's not as if I have some special place in my heart for the hardies. Right. It's just, you know, addiction is a real thing that like, even with your most, you know, valiant effort, you're still going to fail. So like, this is the part where you just, you have to get help. And even if you like, you can't do it yourself, your inner circle Not, you know, not Chris Jericho's old group, but like your, you know, support system has to like step in and say, you got to stop. Because the other thing that's a little bit of a head scratcher, and I'm going a little bit more higher level view here, is apparently, you know, one of the charges was that uh, Jeff Hardy shouldn't even be driving because his license is suspended and all (laughs) of that. So how is he getting a rental car?
1: Apparently he was using the license. Apparently he still had the physical copy, even though it was suspended.
0: But like, it. and again, I know that like, especially with a new company like AEW, maybe their operations aren't at the level of like a WWE or an NFL yeah, or a major People League know baseball. he's
1: driving and people but know people... he's driving that. No, he can't drive.
0: Right. And that's like his brother knows of- he's
1: driving from town to town. His brother's
0: not being like, yo, no, Right. Exactly. That's the part that's concerning to me is you have someone who obviously has addiction problems that when their addiction arrives at their footsteps, uh, they're driving and may be affecting others. So like you can't turn a blind eye to a situation like that. That's the part that really frustrates me is like, hey, you have someone like you said. Uh, addiction and overcoming addiction isn't a linear thing. You don't just go well, step one, step two, step three, you go step one, step four, step two, go back to square one, step one. Like it's a constant moving, uh, battle here. And so when you're, you know, friends and family are just like, oh, he shouldn't have a license, but he'll make it from St. Louis to Kansas city. It's totally fine. He can drive that. He's not drinking right now. It's like, look, maybe he's not drinking. But he might go to jail for breaking probation if he's going 70 and a 55 and he has no license that he should be driving. He's like, not
1: drinking right now, but what happens when he does?
0: Well, and then that's and then he's got a, the car. A, a scarier right. thing, right? Like, right. that's the part that's concerning. For me, I want Jeff Hardy, and this isn't like I want him out of here, but like I think it's time again, we find him or he needs to find something that's like doing different because it just shows that this lifestyle is just, he can't handle it. And like, it's sad to say, but like, it's apparent, this is the third company. This is WWE TNA and now AEW. Like you've done this consistently in three different companies in one industry. Like you have to switch industries because you can't handle it. Like it sucks. Well, and just first and foremost, like he needs the help. like this stuff kills
1: you. I've had two loved ones in my in my you know mom's side of the family die from alcoholism. It's
0: just, oh, it's like yeah, it happens. like my uncle passed away my first day at Central Missouri because we were driving because he was on the way to Warrensburg, and we were gonna go pick him up, and he died because of uh being intoxicated and he choked on his vomit and passed away. So like, yeah, alcoholism, I've I lost three uncles from alcoholism. Like it's a real thing and it's hard because uh, I saw Matt Hardy's wife being like, look, we can't be with him 24 seven. And that is true. Right? Like at some point you got to be like, Hey, like I'm going to sleep. He's got to, you know, he's got to be able to sleep. Right. But again, the thing that's the most concerning that I think people should be aware of is that like, he shouldn't have been driving and it's been known that he has been. So like, that's the detail that your support system needs to well, And he
1: on. mentioned something about need to go to the doctor for a brain scan. And I was like, dude, are you just trying to get away from the cops and make it seem like you're not drunk? Or like, are you also getting brain well, scans and drinking and doing spots and doing like, it's, it's time, right? Like it's time. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I took that again as someone being intoxicated, saying, like, no, 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 no. The reason I'm doing I'm this. Drunk, yeah. Right. Yeah. That again, b- but who knows? Maybe I'm wrong. I-, I don't know the details, but uh, it's sad. It's very sad. And it's just because he seems like a genuinely good person, right? Like sure. from all accounts, outside of this addiction problem that he has, everyone speaks. In such high regard as him helping others or him you know being giving and losing a match or whatever it is so it's like
1: always a smile with the fans and stuff like I mean, he's yeah exactly been, yeah like we're, again i I don't want to disparage and, and i know that like addiction can hit it's not a it's not a like a moral failure on a person you know what i mean like right. i've never thought that it's just yeah it's now i'm starting to say like hey this is a moral failure of the surrounding community right like yeah let's, let's exactly. help this guy as much right. as we let it happen around us, like because we knew, you know, and it happens, man. Like, swept things under the rug. Everybody had, you know. But that's at some yep. point you got to step up and be like, "Oh shit, we can't do this anymore." Like, you know, I mean, times we've had a dry family get together. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, because yeah, there people could not handle it. You know, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, Anthony Creo in the YouTube chat says, "What do you think of Booker T's comments that AEW is to blame?" I mean, I think like I think Booker T was trying to say something similar to what we're saying, but like. I mean, it seemed a lot more direct and like mean-spirited when Booker T said it. If uh, that no. makes sense, but
0: well, uh, what? Okay, so what I think we're trying to say is the lifestyle of a pro wrestler is something that is showing that Jeff Hardy can't handle. Yes, what Booker T is saying is because he does a Swan Tom Bomb and AEW allows him it this to happen. Spot. Yeah, that's why he's doing that. Booker T is the second dumbest public speaker in the history of fucking mankind. Like whatever he says should just be disqualified. He is talking about Booker T right now. Yeah. He is right here right now. You talking about Booker T right now. He is a non-contributor to society. He had a great wrestling career and everything after that has just been white noise. Like why anyone pays attention to that gas bag of an individual makes no sense to me. He is the worst public speaker behind one other person, and I'll let you figure out who that is. It's not in the wrestling industry, although it's adjacent. But, like, he is so dumb with everything that he thinks. Spoiler alert, the first person is Donald Trump. But like, Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I was T- like, it's got to be Trump.
1: It's got to be <laughs> yeah, Trump. <laughs> but, like, Booker T is
0: a close second. He is just so obviously just nothing he says. I tried to
1: listen to about three minutes of his podcast once. Man, this is bad.
0: It's not good.
1: Hey, look, we're not breaking the bank with this one either, but I think it's because of our speaking.
0: Right. Because (laughs) people don't like me, and that's fine. (laughs) He said,
1: X0X81 says, did Booker come up with the shucky-ducky quack-quack? I mean, we got to give him credit for that. (laughs) <laughs> For being not good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. That's
0: one of the credits I'm giving you.
1: Yeah, one of the best things he comes up with doesn't make any goddamn sense.
0: <laughs> That's the stupidest thing he's Uh-oh. ever said.
1: Theo gave us a clip in Twitch, which is fun. I'm learning this Twitch thing. People watching can kinda clip as they go along and make little clips. We'll have to watch that.
0: I gotta get Twitch. Twitch. I like this. Yeah. Well, like I said, the Twitter wasn't wasn't taken off, so well, Twitter is taking off when we live tweet during AEW right. Dynamite. Great for and live AEW tweeting.
1: Rampage. Live streaming, though, that's the Twitch and the YouTube. That's where we got to be. Right, yeah. So well, that's hey. what we are. And right. we're in your ears if you listen to the podcast.
0: Definitely. And, again, uh, if you're bored during the shows of AEW, join us at Table Show or hashtag Tweet the Table, and we live tweet during every single Dynamite, every single Rampage. So be there or be square. Which, did you know what that term means? Be there, be square? Not around. Exactly! Isn't that fun? Look at that. That's
1: That's learning things. Uh, So, what we thought was a news story, probably isn't, was news breaks. Sasha Banks gets released from WWE. And everybody's like, holy shit, Sasha Banks is released from WWE. And then somebody asked WWE, and they were like, um, that's the first we've heard of this. Right. We'll let you know if that changes. Yeah. So you kind
0: of hit on this. Yeah. Uh, where so the this journalists great? in pro wrestling, right? The journalists in pro wrestling. We have the wall street journal who <laughs> by their accounts say that like WWE is a fringe niche, fringe niche part of their business. Like it's the, the eighth layer of the onion that they pay attention to. And they break this story about Vince McMahon. Yet you got these dorks over here, Dave Meltzer, Sean Rossap, Wade Keller. We're real journalists. We're breaking news. The only things they freaking do is they tell us the spoilers of main events, which is a dick move by all accounts, and then things that they've heard. Get the fuck out of here with your journalistic fucking bullshit. You, you're a dumbass. You guys are all dumbasses. You can't fucking find the real story about Vince McMahon, but then you have hearsay from a janitor at WWE that Sasha Banks gets released, and you fucking write that. And then when people are like, what are you talking about? Like, well, you got to understand from a journalistic standpoint, you have to understand what the word report means. Fuck out of here. You guys suck. Well, yeah, you guys are leeches just, to society. It's you guys always...
1: It's always, we just got word that Randy Orton was going to main event SummerSlam, but now he's injured. Like, okay. But yet the real news was Vince McMahon might get kicked out of the fucking company. All like Steve jobs at Apple. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he might well, be ousted. Yeah.
0: And again, like who cares what the main event of SummerSlam could have been? Let's just watch it. Let's just watch it. Let's just watch it and find out. Isn't that fun? So just watch things on television. and uh, Hey, you know what? Surprised. I'll hear you on
1: this even. If SummerSlam comes around and we have SummerSlam and whatever match happens, if we hear breaking news, uh, you know, so-and-so surprise debuted at SummerSlam, we heard word that this was in plans from back here. Like, hearing it retroactive is a cooler totally story funny. than you telling me, like, midway through that, like, well, it was going to be this. Be like, okay, but it's not. Exactly. As far yeah, as I knew, you, Randy Orton was just taking a break, man. Like that's all
0: I needed to know. Yeah. You telling me the, I would rather you tell me, Hey, in the matrix, it was going to be Will Smith, but it ended up being Keanu Reeves. That's interesting. You saying before the fucking movie comes out that the red pill and the blue pill has two different outcomes. That's a fucking asshole thing to do. And, Cause now we're don't watch it.
1: They were going to make them green and yellow, but they made a command decision.
0: Yeah. Like, mm, and so, again,
1: Pepsi got to him and wanted it to be red and
0: blue. Like, like these, these guys are just, they're leeches on a niche community. They are a bad version of TMZ. Like the Twitch is,
1: chat said, those three are only alive because oxygen is free.
0: I mean, probably. And I'm not just, I'm saying them because they are the, the, the pinnacle of this, wrestling journalist, right? Like I'm not,
1: there's plenty. yeah, Yeah.
0: There's a million. I'm not just saying it's only those three and everyone else is good. I could make a laundry list of how many shit people there is in this community that do this stuff. But like, I find it interesting when you report like, uh, financials, uh, if you care about it, which again, none of us make money off of ratings, but if you want to report ratings, I understand, But all of the hearsay nonsense stuff, get out of here. It does not go follow Leonardo DiCaprio and just take pictures of him because that's essentially what you're doing in the wrestling community. And guess what? I bet you're going to make more money in TMZ doing that than you are telling me that Sasha Banks got released before it actually even happens. And even if it does happen, let it happen. What yeah. makes you so cool that you I said it first. Let it happen. Jerk offs.
1: Yeah, they better not break the news uh, of when Vince McMahon goes to AEW.
0: Oh, man. Of the McMahon family, Triple H included. Uh huh. If you were a betting man, I put a gun to your head and say, you got to put $100 down. Who is? They're all kicked out of WWE. Who is the one person that you think is going
1: Shane. It's Shane. Because Triple H is like Stephanie and and I think Vince were so ingrained in the actual company that they'll have too much pride and they'll be rich off their fucking, you know. Nobody's going to be broke after this by the way. They'll all oh, be yeah, no. fucking billionaires and ultra millionaires. Yeah. Right. They'll make out with more money than they than they entered with. Um mm-hmm. but Shane is just that guy is like, I mean, look, him and Tony are going to do some coke. And they're gonna Allegedly. work a deal, he's gonna go out there, and he's gonna fucking beat up John Moxley, and you know, with some fake punches, and there we go. That's how it'll go down.
0: I mean, that's who, a good. Why, who you think? You think Trips? I think Triple H. I think. Yeah, Triple I mean, he H loves the game, say, right?
1: He loves the game, and he he would love that like sh- that like showering
0: of affection, right? But so would Shane.
1: That's why I said yes. Shane because he's an attention whore.
0: Oh, he very much is. But I think Triple H would say like. I've always had this burning desire to get the recognition of being the promoter. Right. Cause when he did NXT, everyone was like, that's great NXT, but that's really Vince McMahon's company. I think he would love to say like, this is mine. And again, I Tony Khan would still own the company, but you know what I mean? Like I think, or maybe he even starts his own. Th- that's another good question. Like if they all go away, who would start their own well, the thing I think that's Triple getting
1: H- missed here is the Freddie Prince stuff that we've never really touched on here. Freddie Prince Jr. is starting a pro wrestling company. Like he's actively involved in it. Like he's starting. He said he's got funding for like two to three years of it. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, look, he's a connected man with money.
0: Oh, and he wants uh, the he um, could hire Triple H and fucking you know. Well, he could partner with Triple H. I don't know if he has the money to pay Triple H. Maybe not
1: necessarily. Like Triple H was making COO of a, but like he could do some stuff and spots. What I mean, like he could work with. Right, they could they could and they have an
0: established relationship. But if you listen to Freddie Prince Jr.'s uh podcast, uh Triple H doesn't like him. They
1: don't like each other. Yeah, but you know, when you're itching to clear your name.
0: Yeah. But I think it's interesting with Freddie Prince Jr. as we kind of pivot to a different story, again, that we haven't really talked about. Um, I think it's interesting that he wants the wrestlers to be in the screen actors' guild, Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. get the benefits of being. Well, let's not get into that conversation. That's a nine-year conversation we've been having. I mean, all those like,
1: I mean, the Undertaker, Steve Austin, all of these people for twenty years of my life have been actors on television.
0: Yep. Tim, you're preaching to the screen quiet. actors.
1: They've <laughs> even been on fucking movies, which so I'm sure they've got some SAG credits. But like, right. uh, the writers. Fucking yeah. should be getting if they're not, uh-huh. I don't, yeah. Yep, I agree, I agree. Yeah, all of it. But what was fun this week, Tom? As is every week, fucking yeah. AEW, Road Ranger, St. Louis, Missouri. Fucking fun. Let's talk about it. Unless you had more to discuss about these, no, let's get right topics. into it. No,
0: let's get right, right into it. So, we kicked it off with oh. what I thought was oh, I almost forgot.
1: Okay, we can't do that yet. We have to say thanks
0: again to nobody
1: being the beer sponsor of the week. Buddy, but you could be like, we kicked it off. So we kicked it (laughs) off
0: with what I thought was going to be the main event of the show. Uh, a hair versus hair match, Chris Jericho versus Ortiz. Now, before we get into the result, what did you think of the match? There was so much chaos. You had, uh, the uh Blackpool Combat Club, you had Santana, you had Jericho Appreciation Society, you had all of that on the outside. You had Chris Jericho and Ortiz on the inside wrestling. What'd you think of the match as it as it was?
1: Fine. I think we've seen Jericho's better days in his like match prowess, right? But like mm-hmm. he still does the like he'll tell a story in that ring, you know. Yep. Um and I thought it was good. I honestly thought it was gonna go the other way, and I felt a little disappointed when the match ended up how it did but yeah. it didn't shock me i guess
0: you know i i thought that as well for a certain moment in time because again when you watch the pay-per-view you kind of saw some bald spots from chris yeah.
1: jericho well for me it's just like moving forward like you know ortiz will shave his head and we'll be like oh yeah fine but like he'll look fine with the shaved head he does like and it fits right. the character just fine but like the story of jericho with a bald head is oh uh, like Man, where we could have went with that, that we can't go well, those places with Ortiz.
0: Well, so I don't think we're actually done with hair for Jericho. That's just a hunch. I have no, right. look, I'm not Sean Ross sap in here reporting fucking things. I heard from AEW when they're in Kansas city last week. I'm just saying, I think, cause again, this whole storyline, if you, if you go back to the Genesis of this story was Eddie Kingston, Chris Jericho, right? I think come hell or high water after blood and guts, I think you're going to get Eddie Kingston shaving Chris Jericho's head for his friend Ortiz. That's what I think. That's just a gut. That's what I think we're going to get. Now, with that being said, let's talk about the match a little bit. So Eddie Kingston gets in there behind the rep's back. He gives him the spinning back fist. Chris Jericho kicks out at two. Thought that was great.
1: Oh, I thought that Uh, was it.
0: Yeah. And that's the other thing, and credit to Chris Jericho for this is, you know, pro wrestling storylines tell you like the minor character, which is Ortiz, and no offense to him, but the minor character of Ortiz isn't going to overcome the ultimate boss, Chris Jericho. So, like, he had to lose. However, because Chris Jericho has so many times, lost matches being the big, bad villain. Like it could have been a believable outcome that Chris Jericho lost this match. That's what I thought was interesting, but nonetheless. So yeah, Eddie Kingston gets the back fist kicks out at two. Just like you said, I thought that was a finish. You thought that was a finish. Great false finish. That was one of the best false finishes of the year. Then we get uh, the Jericho appreciation society trying to get one over on Ortiz. He kicks out at two, but then at the very end, We get Fuego Del Sol coming to ringside and then he gives like a pipe to the head to Ortiz Jericho wins or his baseball bat, a Mm -hmm. baseball bat to the head of Ortiz. Chris Jericho wins. Then we get the reveal. It wasn't Fuego. It was Sammy Guevara. So what do you think about Sammy Guevara in Jericho appreciation society? So that aside,
1: they got me. I didn't oh, yeah. realize it was Sammy Guevara until he like, bef- like when he was standing on the stage, arm in arm, and he was smiling, and I was like, "Oh fuck," because yeah. the teeth gave it away, right?
0: Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: I was like, "Oh fuck," and it's Sammy, and I think they've done this before, didn't they do mm-hmm. Sammy as 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 Fuego? But because the whole time I'm like, what "The fuck are they gonna do with Fuego del Sol in this in this storyline?" I was like, "This is fucking weird," right? Like I was like, "This is stupid." Uh, so they had me. And the Sammy Guevara back line thing, I guess, fine. Like, I haven't liked Sam, anything Sammy's done outside of the inner circle, I guess, mm-hmm. right? He just didn't yeah. feel as big. I thought they were going places with the Ty Conti thing, but they can still do that with his character, mm-hmm. right? That's still a thing we don't like about him, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Anthony Carrillo says that was a brilliant move uh, in the YouTube chat. And I just, yeah... I but now is the Jericho appreciation society. It's starting to get big right now. We got six folks in it. And is it just the well, inner circle plus 2.0 and Daniel Garcia? Like,
0: yeah, it's just the inner circle, except for you take out the tag team of Santana Ortiz, you put in 2.0 and then you add Daniel Garcia. Like that's it. Yeah.
1: yeah. Now I so just thought, the
0: inner circle. Exactly. Just call him the inner circle. I thought for a quick moment, because like you, I thought it was also fuego del Sol. I thought, They were going to pivot out of this storyline and go to a Chris Jericho is now the father figure to Sammy Guevara's best friend, Fuego del Sol. And then Chris Jericho maybe goes after Sammy Guevara to then get the Sammy cheers that Tony Khan and Sammy are obviously wanting. I thought that's where they're going to pivot to something like that. But then again, yeah, it's Sammy Guevara. I think, oh, and also in the uh, Jericho Appreciation Society is Tay Conti. So now they have a female presence. So thought that was interesting as well. I think Sammy Guevara in Jericho's new group, which is essentially his old group, is kind of a rushed safe move. I think it's a. You know, be, maybe it's contractor or whatever, trying to get your money's worth out of Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho is gonna be on the show almost every single week. And so we're trying to get Sammy some heat. So let's just do what we already knew worked the first time and have him stand next to Chris Jericho, right? Like you could have done the Sammy Tay Conti, we're making out, we love each other, obnoxious heel thing, apart from this whole storyline. Yeah. So Hmm. Right. But in this match, you know, this segment, of what it was, I thought it was great. I thought this by itself was awesome. If you don't think too hard about the future, blood and guts, how big the Jericho appreciation society is, all that stuff. thought it was fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Now, let's move on to Wardlow taking on 20 security guards. Now, fun hmm. fact. Uh, some friends of the show were the security yeah. guards. Malice Planquet, Dan the Dad uh, Mike Outlaw got to see some good friends of the show uh, uh, The Quadfather was in there Yep, Quadfather as well
1: I think Jake I thought, the Garden Snake was in there as well. I don't know if he caught that one
0: Yep. Oh god, that, yeah. was, that was the <laughs> best line ever That was the best line ever Jake the Garden uh, Snake and Thinner Mahal that was a yeah, great Thinner night. Mahal Thinner <laughs> Mahal is my favorite <laughs> you ever said thinner mall um what'd you think of this i thought this was fun to show non-wrestling fans like look how much of a monster this is but what'd you think
1: but i have an issue here right okay i get the optics of stacking folks for multiple pins right edge did it with um what who was it uh aj daniel bryan and edge daniel bryan and Bryan and yep yeah um but They're all supposed to be on their back still, right? Mm -hmm. Only one of them motherfuckers half the time was on their back. Yeah. And
0: then like, did he eliminate some guys just by kicking them off the ring? So like what happened here? That was Dasha's fault from Mm -hmm. what it was being said later. She didn't understand the rules. She thought it was a battle Royal one versus 20. So when they dropped, she thought they got eliminated. It was actually by pin or submission. So she kind of jumped the gun on that and didn't know the rules, which, hey, it happens, but also it's live TV. I agree with you. Some of the pins didn't make sense because they were just laying on their stomach on top of someone else. That's not a pin. You know, Roman Reigns did this to Edge and Daniel Bryan, but both of their shoulders were on the mat. Right. To the best of my knowledge. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, that's what well, was it's weird just,
1: about it. Yeah. That's the thing is like, technically the other guys pinned the guy. Yeah, you, had exactly. exactly. yeah. <laughs> you gave them the pinfall. When I just and then it's it's like this case has now been dismissed, and it's like, well, wait, what the fuck are we talking about?
0: Well, that was fun. That's the fun. <laughs> that's the fun part of the wrestling that I liked. Is if again you're showing this, you know, for example, my father-in-law is a state judge, mm-hmm. telling him that this case was dismissed. You know, like that's fun. Like we're gonna giggle yeah. about it. We're gonna laugh. It got the desired result, right? We got the fun thing. I think it was a little bit too repetitive as well. Like I get when we watch action movies, it's one person at a time or two people at a time. And then the hero overcomes, but it was like that move over and over.
1: Yeah. He did the same spot over. three times. Yeah. Right?
0: Like, yeah. Well, and it just,
1: it was cool during the middle of the match when the security guard, or after the match, whatever. And they were entering the ring that what it was a couple of weeks ago. And he's, hammer fisting each one of them down as they come in. Right. One through 20. Yeah. But this was a little hokey. This, this felt like we jumped the shark a little bit.
0: Yes. Now, again, I think we're buying time because it was said last week, but Scorpio sky is not a hundred percent. I think they want to do Wardlow Scorpio sky (laughs) for the TNT championship. So we have to, you know, keep Wardlow hot, but yeah, make sure that page like, yeah, well, not this week, because, again, we'll talk about who he faced later on. Uh, but, yes, they could have done something like that.
1: Now, Yeah. Well, Anthony Carrillo in the chat, he says, I'm ready to see Wardlow feud with someone. We've seen him beat up enough guards. And, I, yeah, I think that's kind of what Tom is saying here. Like, I think it's it's anointed at Scorpio Sky. It's going to job that title. Wardlow's going to have the TNT title. They're going to put him on a show or two, like a fucking Conan or something. Yeah. Looking like a million dollars, outsizing everybody, you know, with that shiny yeah. belt.
0: Now. And again, that's gonna be fun. Scorpio Sky can make people look good, and Wardlow obviously looks good being the top guy in the match. So you know, yeah. all the boxes will be checked there. Uh, I thought this again was fun. If go show this to a non-wrestling fan, like, hey man, there's this new badass in pro wrestling. His name's Wardlow. Check this out. They're gonna be like, wow. And I bet you, in three weeks' time, they're gonna be like, so is that one guy that beat up all those security guards? Like, what's he up to? They're yeah. gonna ask. You know what I mean? So yeah. I thought it was fun. Like, again, this isn't going to make anyone's match of the year list. Yeah, but it was a fun time. Well,
1: Sometimes you have to tell the story over a couple of weeks, as we've said, and a couple yeah. of weeks gone by and he's just beating fucks up. And so now we've checked that box right now. It's exactly. time to go on.
0: Now, I do want to point out, because I said it on Twitter at table show during the show. Uh, a W had their most dangerous moment in their entire company's history during this segment. I get it. We like when we come into your hometown to get some famous people to be adjacent to A.W., right? When we're in Milwaukee, Giannis is sitting court or uh, ringside. Awesome, Kansas he's Giannis. City. Yeah, Chiefs Kansas City. Yeah, you had the offensive line for the Kansas City Chiefs. It's fun, and I get it, and it's always everyone does it, right? Everyone in entertainment wants to look cool by having someone else cool with them. However, you cannot fight any account have Matt Hughes even close to maybe getting into a physical altercation? Like I get it. Nothing happened, but it could have, right? He could have tripped up a stair. He could have uh fell into Tyron Woodley, which again, you got Tyron Woodley. You know, the last time we saw him, he got knocked out by Jake Paul. Like that's not a cool guy. No offense, but he ain't fucking cool. And then you got Matt Hughes who was hit by a train. And if you don't know that you just think you got some sad old man trying to get up some stairs. I thought he was like, drunk. Yeah. It, like I didn't know but, who he
1: was. I had to ask you cause I was like, is this guy drunk?
0: No. And again, Matt Hughes is an all time. Great. Uh, UFC champion in the welterweight division. He was George St. Pierre before George St. Pierre. He lost the title of George St. Pierre to kind of so, but pass the torch. The more but like what we've
1: talked about where AEW doesn't do good enough about like not understanding when somebody might not know something. WWE will beat you over the head with it to the point of ad nauseum. AEW doesn't do it enough. I didn't know who Matt Hughes was. I understood enough to know by proxy I knew Tyrone Woodley was at St. Louis. I was like, okay, this MMA fighter, but then he starts stumbling. And I'm thinking MMA fighter. I'm thinking active MMA fighter. He's stumbling all over the place. I was like, oh man, this guy have a one too many. Uh oh no fucked up the spot. But no, that's why I asked you I find out like,
0: oh shit, no. This guy was like, shouldn't be there. He should not be there. if you want him a, there, have him wave from the crowd. like that's fine, but like, well, yeah, oh, Anthony in a- Carrillo
1: in the chat says he looked like someone who had a stroke, and I mean, I mean, a stroke will cause some similar effects, I'm sure,
0: yeah, like, yeah, he is not healthy enough to be in any type of he look, Dana White had him once come to the ring. And he felt uncomfortable about that. And Dana White knows Matt Hughes almost better than anyone else. So like if Dana White said, Hey, we tried it once. We don't want to ever do it again. You shouldn't be like, Hey, well, let's try it over here. Let's have him stay next to Wardlow. Like it was just don't ever stop. You gotta ask some questions. This reeks of like, they were there as like
1: guests, right? They probably comp some famous people tickets. And then Tony Khan took a leg and him in the back. He's like, let's put you
0: guys in the ring. Let's get you. Exactly. You guys can throw yeah. Mark Sterling
1: in a throwaway thing. And
0: Yeah. yeah. So did not like it I, again. That, that honestly made me like, I get it. Right. You, you, Cause you also think like, Hey, it, he's just walking up some stairs and going to stand in the ring. I understand what, you know, again, I don't know, they're they're do ever, all the work you think. Right. Yeah. But still just don't ever do that again. Ever, 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 ever think before you Ask some questions before you make those decisions. But nonetheless, let's keep going. After that was one of the matches of the night. I honestly thought this was the match of the night. And it's weird for me to say, because one of the competitors is Will Ospreay. So it was Will Ospreay taking on Dax Harwood. Man, it's so hard for me, Tim, right now. Because I really like FTR. Yeah, a lot, but they like Bret Hart.
1: Like, yeah, that
0: fucking sucks. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, like Damn everything it. else about them, but that. Well, yeah. and they look like some cops. I wish they didn't yeah. look like some cops. Yeah, <laughs> but it I, fits their gimmick. Uh. It's fine. Um, yes, and Dax Harwood has started to. Is he starting to outshine Cash Wheeler a little bit here? He's the one. With all the pump you up talks, are, are we seeing is
0: cash Wheeler going to be this generation's Marty? I hope not. I hope not, but maybe cause Dax is having great matches with CM punk again. This one with Will Ospreay, he did. And again, Heart-felt cash promos was, Yeah, loves everybody. He, he's great. He's great. We could, I don't know. Again, that's a wrestling trope for their credit in their three-year history. AEW really doesn't do too many of the tropes. Now, again, it's wrestling, it's wrestling. So you're going to have some of it, false finishes, things like that. But, you know, but you could be onto something because this was great. The other thing that I thought was interesting, I wanted your opinion on this, is you had, and again, I just love AEW sometimes for this reason, when you're a hardcore fan like we are, is you had the Rev Pro heavyweight champion and Will Ospreay, taking on the ring of honor tag team champion in an AEW TV show. Like, isn't that fun just to say just that we are
1: still waiting on our fans, the Spanish announce table nation, um, comic book nerds out there need a better term for the forbidden door. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking just the pay-per-view. I mean, this reference to here's somebody from another company working in this company. It's not forbidden anymore. Right. Everybody's doing it. WWE is yeah. even doing it. It is definitely not forbidden. So what's a better term, right? Is this the fucking portal to something? Like, what is the
0: term that you oh. Dungeons and Dragons freaks use? I know it. I know it. <laughs> what is it? It's uh, um, from the, the Spider-Man movie. Uh, multiverse. It. It's, the multiverse. It's, it's the multiverse. It's the multiverse. The... It's the multiverse. That's what it is. It's I like when the, is that what yeah. we'll say? Like when they're when
1: they're coming through? Like,
0: yes. I mean, I get it. I like it coming
1: is. through the forbidden door. You know what I mean? Like but, it fits, but like yeah. let's call it something else because it's not yeah, forbidden because yeah. everybody's allowing it now. In fact, we're booking an entire event around it. It's not yeah. forbidden. Yeah, <laughs> yeah explicit. Um, it's a. It's, it's 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 not. It's encouraged at this point.
0: Yeah, encouraged just, door. I think I think yeah I would call Anthony Carrillo says we should call it the glory hole. Hey, listen,
1: we're all about touching holes here on the Spanish announce table. We addressed that earlier. I don't know if you caught the beginning of the show, but yeah, that's it. We're calling it the glory hole. I want them to Uh, name this pay per view the glory hole. (laughs) I don't mind. Yeah, I don't mind. Yeah, I don't mind either.
0: Yeah, (laughs) yeah, I like it. So Osprey gets royalties to Anthony Carillo. There you go. You'll get a penny. Uh, (laughs) Osprey gets the win. He does the little hit to the running elbow to the back of the head. Uh, Then we get a returning Orange Cassidy. Huge pop. This was one of the louder pops for Orange Cassidy. And I've told you this before. When Orange Cassidy is used sparingly, you get the maximum value out of Orange Cassidy. There are certain wrestlers where you need them week to week. Eddie Kingston, I would think, is one of those, right? Where it's like, hey, the way you keep them hot is you keep them in front of people uh, and their attention. Wardlow, another example of like, you want to keep them uh, this big big badass uh, beast? You keep them on TV week to week. But with Orange Cassidy, when you just put in this little weirds mobile of fun here and there, you get the best out of them. And this was great. And now at the Forbidden Door... We're gonna get Will Osprey taking on Orange Cassidy. What do you think of this whole Because you got the United Empire with Will Ospreay. You got Rapungi Vice slash chaos slash best friends with Orange Cassidy. What's gonna happen here? What do you think?
1: Everybody's coming through the glory hole. Everybody <sighs> say that right. All right. Um, yeah, look, I, I think you're right, spot on, with the Orange Cassidy thing. Less is more right mm-hmm. absence makes the heart grow fonder with the orange cassidy because it's this mm-hmm. he's he's a great compliment to that uber conceited but well-qualified heel right like the mm-hmm. uber conceited heel that actually can go i'm thinking like seth rollins right um yep. right isn't cheating to win but is just the fucking using a little nefarious tactics here and there and then in comes mr cool who's just like yeah fuck you. You know what I mean? Like, everything you're saying about yourself, whatever. My story, bro. About to beat your ass, right? Like, all of that's cool, and I love it. I I don't... Fine. I'm fine with that. I've heard the name Will Ospreay. I've wanted to see... You know what I mean? Like, now I get to see it. I I have confirmed he's not necessarily my favorite style of wrestling, but he can still put on a great show in there. He's obviously very athletic, Mm -hmm. and I'm assuming these folks have worked together, him and Orange Cassidy. I don't know that, but um I know Orange Cassidy can work this style really well so I think we're going to get a great match out of it albeit I I get the feeling Will Ospreay is standing tall in his team right I think they get the majority of the wins however they break these matches out right
0: Yeah, I, yeah. there has to be some wins for each promotion Orange Cassidy yeah. can lose and nothing no steam is lost behind the character of Orange right. Cassidy This one is yeah. a one on
1: one right it's Orange Cassidy and Will Ospreay Right exactly and I think one Will on Ospreay one.
0: wins there. Yeah. So that's what we got. Now I want to take a quick pause here. Cause you brought up Will Ospreay. You weren't aware of him. You got to see him. Maybe you're not his, you know, he's not your style of wrestling, but he can put on a good match because Dax Harwood is your style of wrestling and they meshed well, right? It was fine. It was good. It was the match of the night. Again, in my opinion. Now yeah. I said this on Twitter at table show, I said, I am in no way an expert, but my takeaway from what I have seen of new Japan pro wrestling is that their wrestlers can put on an outstanding match, but their gimmicks are honestly really lame. Now, good friend of the show, Kata, he responded. He said, they being new Japan pro wrestling don't really do gimmicks unless you're Rikushi Taki nailed it. That's probably not it. Whose gimmick yes, is I nothing but talking. pulling. Yeah, but nothing but pulling his pants down and attacking people with his ass, which sounds fun. And then he said, brutal. So, that, it all takes that's to be a New big, Japan star. I'd do that. I'd do it tomorrow. Uh, here, here's my question to you, though, is I, I think you kind of feel the same way, right? Is like New Japan putting on fun matches with AEW talent, but like, it's lame, isn't it? I need stories. I need stories.
1: They... Even at least with this Will Osprey thing, trying to tell a little bit of a story of him coming in being like, "You guys are chumps. I'm better than you. Look at my dick." Everybody's right. like, "Fuck you, guy," and he's like, "Yeah, fuck you,
0: right?" And I'm like, "All
1: right, I get behind that." <laughs> yeah,
0: so, because this leads into the next segment, and it's John Moxley and uh, Tanahashi, and this is where the cinema lost came me from. a little on this. Well, here's my thing with Tanahashi, Moxley. First off, let me back up just for a second. Cuts an amazing promo said, like, I've been chasing you because if you think of the forbidden door, it started with John Moxley. The glory he hole. really, yeah. The glory hole started with John Moxley. He got in there first, right? Right. And then, and then he, he kind of kicked this all off. <laughs> See how well this works. Yeah. He got in there first in that glory got hole. He's the first guy he to got go in, through. His yeah. First one in the hole. Um. <laughs> I and mean, he came out, but then he went right back in. You know what I mean? Right. Like it's over and, and over out. again. Keep coming in from and out. hole, It was great. So he cuts a great promo and he talks about how he started all this Forbidden Door stuff. He's been chasing Tanahashi because Tanahashi is the guy in New Japan and that's the one he wants to beat. And so at Forbidden Door, you know, he thinks he's the best, but John Moxley's better. That's fine. Great. And I get it. Tanahashi's first language is not English, so I'm not holding that against him. However, I I then kind of went down a, a rabbit hole, not the glory hole, but a rabbit hole of like, let's see the Tanahashi. I've seen some matches with Okada. I've seen some matches with Jericho and uh, Kenny Omega, but they're just like the match. And I didn't really see like who the character is. This guy, Tim, and correct me if I'm wrong, on the live chat on Twitch or YouTube or in the comments or Twitter, wherever, let us know. Hashtag tweet table as well. But from all accounts, Tanahashi, air guitars. That's it, man. Yeah. What yeah. the hell? That's your guy? I just yeah. Well, and that's I just where
1: I'm it. like, I don't I, there's nothing for me to sink my teeth into. At least Moxley, I'm like, all right, I get why Moxley wants this match. I'll get why yeah. Tanahashi wants
0: it. Well, Tanahashi just wants to be the champion. I get that, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, that makes sense. But like, just to me, again, an American, Midwestern white dude, you're trying to tell me, get into New Japan. And I say, okay, well then tell me your top guy is. Well, Moxley tells me it's Tanahashi. And I go, okay, let's check out this Tanahashi. And then I see air guitars. Look out of here! What <laughs> is that? No, yeah. I'm not watching that. Yeah, you're trying to tell me my favorite wrestlers: Hangman Adam Page, Eddie Kingston, John Moxley. Their one of their ultimate goals is to wrestle yeah. the Air Guitar guy. We had we had some folks who air guitar, and we called them Three Man
1: Band, and they're none of them are fucking worth a shit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
0: like
1: one of them's employed, like, and I well, know. I guess two of them are now, right? Yeah. Yeah, but Genders like, back there, right? Is he, back yeah,
0: there? he is, but he's not like on and TV. off,
1: right? Like he's on and off, but anyway, you get the point.
0: Yeah. So dude, what? Again, Someone has to tell me, cause I must be missing something, but everything that I saw from a 30 minute clip watching special was that Tanahashi wins the title a lot. He's been around for a while and he air guitars. I think they're still in an eighties
1: mind frame over there where they still really love a match, right? Like and we love a match. Don't get me wrong, but like I need to care about it's it's outcome going into it. I need to care about it going out of it. And that is done by storytelling.
0: Exactly. Willard Uta versus John Moxley. If it's just, again, your local pro wrestling show as your main event is something you're like, that's fun. But then if they're not advertised for the next show, you might not go to that show because it was a fine standalone match. When you put the story around Will or Yuta's trying to get into Blackpool combat club, Blackpool combat club, sees him as a prospect, want to show him the way, but he has to go through the fire to get onto the other side. Then it makes a great match. And then I want to cheer for Will or Yuda like, that's the thing. That's the thing that we've been saying for almost nine years. Like, The match was fun, but the match doesn't make me want to come back next week. The story around the match is why I'm tuning in every Wednesday night. Like, I don't care that Tanahashi can do a drop kick or whatever the fuck it is. Okada can do the best drop kick in the business.
1: If I just want to see feats of like athletic strength, like I'll watch things like the X Games. I'll go watch... You know what I mean? Sporting winner. events. So I'll go yeah. watch all kinds of things, right? Like all Cirque du Soleil. We've even discussed, I'll go to that. Exactly. But yeah. you know
0: what? Oftentimes they even put a fucking story into it. Anyway.
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway I <don't>
0: care. Anyhow. <laughs> so they're going back and forth. Tanahashi doesn't even get a word in. Uh, and then Chris Jericho's music hits. He comes out looking very haggard because he just had a match. And he's also uh, Chris Jericho. Uh, And he's walking out with Sammy Guevara and Tay Conti. Uh, Those two are making out. Uh, Chris Jericho then messes up a little bit. Not his fault, but kind of shows a hole in the storytelling. And he says, "Ah, Moxley, the only reason you're going to be wrestling Tanahashi is because I wasn't here last week, which begs the question, why? Why the fuck were you not there in the Battle Royale if you wanted to wrestle Tanahashi? What were you doing?
1: Yeah, what were you doing? Like, why weren't you?
0: <laughs> why weren't you there? That's, you sound like an idiot. So anyhow, uh, from behind, Lance Archer, who's now, from how they kind of said it, a New Japan guy, even though I've seen him beat John Moxley in a Texas death match, uh, and then... Uh, uh, some other guy, Desperado. It's all got weird. It's all got weird. But he's on loan. They're, those two are on loan from Suzuki because they're in Suzuki Gun. Uh, and then Chris Jericho just announces that it's going to be a six-man tag. Now, one thing that I think is somewhat better than like Survivor Series, but a little bit less interesting, is you're getting Forbidden Door, but Baby Fit. Baby glory faces, hole. right. Uh, every time I say forbidden door, you, you correct it with the uh, glory hole. That's glory
1: hole.
0: There it is. <laughs> uh, but you're getting baby faces and heels to align. And that at least makes coherent sense, right? Like Eddie Kingston and Chris Jericho wouldn't just now be team AEW against new Japan when they really hate each other. But it would make sense that Eddie Kingston like someone over in a different company and is like, Hey, me and you, you want to take out that guy? And they're like, yeah, let's do it. That makes a little bit more realistic sense than just now all of a sudden we're all wearing the same t-shirt fight for your t-shirt. Like fuck out of here. So what'd you think of Chris Jericho announcing the match? All the fun stuff. I just felt like I was lost. I was like, Jesus Christ. Now Jericho already added
1: fucking what's his name into his group. Uh, earlier mm-hmm. in the show and now he's got lance archer and fucking this other guy on side but and it's here on comes long. All these other fucks yeah uh and anthony Creole says i think a lot of AEW fans are big on independent companies so they banked on the fans already knowing huh. oh you can't hear i don't know i think i'm still going at, uh maybe the
0: folks in the chat can let us know um i don't understand Check one two test oh, one. Oh, there we go. All yeah, right, we're back. There we yeah, everything are. Everything kind
1: of started to freeze up a little bit there. Weird. That was weird. I don't that know. was weird. Uh, yeah, 2022. Okay. everything's fucking yep. weird. So we were talking everything. about um Chris what, Jericho whole, and his yeah group. this Jericho mix. I just so Anthony Creo said in the chat in the YouTube chat is where I was at. He said I think yeah. a lot of AEW fans are big on independent companies, so they banked on the fans already knowing the New Japan wrestlers. I watched New Japan for a little bit several years ago, uh, and he did say he can hear. So maybe it was just you. Yeah, I think it was me. it was me. It was me. me. I mean, I had a little blue circle on my my thing. Uh, You both look so lost, X-Zero. Hey, X-Zero, X-81, we'll know out of everybody. Another name for the show could have been Technical Difficult.
0: Great tag team, by
1: the way. Jesus Christ, great tag team, yeah. You know, but like, Jesus Christ. We're so yep. used to it that like we just expect it. So the moment something goes wrong, we're like, "God damn it!" Yeah, here it is again. Happened again. Here the fuck it is again? Uh, we're cursed. I think Dan Housen put a curse on us years ago. I have the picture of it. Years ago, nine years ago. Yeah, I man, I just I'm a look. This glory hole thing is just starting to be too much for me. I, you know what I mean? Like, I've had enough of the glory hole. You know, that's saying something. Yeah,
0: and also again. The other thing that's just not making sense is the motivations for most of the people. I understand Tanahashi wants to win another championship, right? That means more money. That means more exposure. That means more sponsorships. It would totally understand. I totally understand why Tanahashi wants to go from New Japan, come over to AEW to win the championship, right? You don't have to go too far into that. But why still does Will Ospreay want to fight the Trent? Like what? Or Dax are like that stuff is still like you're, you're pulling straws here where it's just like, but it's just like how you said it's like, he just thinks they're better than them. Well, why doesn't he think that he's better than Santana and Ortiz? Like why them? It still doesn't so make sense. Yep. Yeah. So anyhow, let's get out of that. Um, Let's move on to ooh, a qualifying match in the All-Atlantic Championship. Here's our pal Ethan Page taking on Miro. Now, the thing that I thought was interesting about this match was Miro was a baby face from all accounts. Getting the cheers, coming from behind. What did you think about Miro just sliding into like the, the baby face role
1: yeah i i love miro and i love this of god right and i love it's the best view it's the best it's but, the best yeah i just don't know like i mean i think I, I mean i'm conflicted i think it works better if he's saying heelish things but i think it's gonna get a reaction the way we like it i think other people are as well so i think it's gonna be one of those like the crowd's gonna cheer him because Miro's on a vendetta against God right like how can you not be a, behind this guy right like you're rooting for him so I, I but I just don't know if
0: you purposely lean into that I don't know. well I don't know if we're rooting for him but <laughs> well, he can <laughs> he can he the thing that's interesting is because he is feuding with God right
1: like his God he's feuding with his God
0: but like his motivations can always change, right? It's I have to win. So now I'm baby because I got to get to the next step. But then this guy, uh God thinks is better than me. So now I'm going to do all the heel things to him. Right. So it's a really like shape shifter type of character, which is very interesting. And again, it's with no one on the roster. Yeah. It's with no well, one on but the you roster. You can
1: make Anybody fit into it because all they exactly. have to say is like God put them in the way for any various reason. It yep. have been God revealed when you did this thing that it was because of this. And so now I've yep. got to be, I'm hidden behind, behind you. God, he's leading me to toying right. with me, leading me a trail of breadcrumbs.
0: Yeah. You're so breadcrumb. it's so interesting. I, I just think, yeah, it's very fascinating. I think he's the most fascinating wrestler in pro wrestling today. Like right now, uh, what's today's date? The 16th of June, 2022, the year of our Lord and Savior. Like he's the most interesting person in wrestling. Uh, Now, so Miro gets the win, right? He goes over Ethan Page. Here's here's my question for you about Ethan Page. What do we do? Because it seems like his promo where he tells Miro that he's going to pray to him was good. He looks the part. Is is he just gonna be second fiddle to to Scorpio Sky? Because of the two, I think Ethan Page is better. And so I like I agree,
1: but yeah, I just think that like he's in that situation where I don't think he's ever like I just don't think they view him as like that top level guy, so they'll leave him in those levels and yeah, I don't know. I mean I think he's real good. Like right, his promo was great. Yeah, his promo his was promo great was
0: awesome very, very good, but I just don't know. He's in no man's land because when he does get a feud with Darby Allen, he loses the casket match, right? That was the first one. And then he cuts a great promo on Miro, but then he loses the qualifying match. And it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, uh, with, um, Marina Shafir who sucks, but Ethan page doesn't, but like you have to win something on TV for me, for me to care. If you're winning things on dark and elevation, I don't, that doesn't matter. You're beating Dan, the dad. Like I love Dan, the dad, but like, that's not captivating. That's not going to hold my attention. So I just don't know what we do with him. Cause I think he's money. He's proven. Cause I wasn't a fan when he came in. I, when he was the Joker in the uh, ladder match, I was like that guy, mm-hmm. that guy from TNA or from impact wrestling, who couldn't even do his own last match. Well, which was a fact, um, in my opinion, it's a fact. Uh, um, <laughs> uh, he's he's been great in AEW. Like, you it's been awesome. watching
1: Fox News, All right.
0: Yeah, you know. <laughs> uh, well, we can't agree on facts anymore. What are you telling? Right me? Oh, alternative yeah. facts. It's alternative, exactly. Um, so yeah, Miro advances. Now he takes on Pac next week or next in the tournament. I don't know if it's next week. So, uh, let's just do a quick prediction here. Who you got? You take Miro? You I told you Miro. what's happening here. Told you what's happening.
1: You did. he's gonna you're go going through Death Triangle, right? He's gonna do that little shit and then he's gonna go up against Malachi Black. Malachi Black, and then it's gonna spark the feud between the House of Black demons that they are. Miro on his quest to dethrone God.
0: That would be the best, God, Tim. I hope to, I hope so much that you're right. That would be yeah. the coolest fucking right. thing. you are not. So yeah. next. <laughs> We get, of course, right before the main event, Tim, what do we get? A women's match. A women's match. Now this was Dr. Britt Baker, DMD taking on Tony storm. And this man was kind of bored with it because Tony storm's not
1: good. (laughs) Yeah. But I kind of, and I kind of just understood. I was like, well, they're either setting the standard that Tony Storm is below Britt Baker, or or Tony Storm wins this. And so I just kind of thought I was like, "Ah, oh, Tony Storm's going to win this." I mean, the match was fine; it was good, like it, but it was nothing to write home about, and it didn't necessarily like make me think Tony Storm was fighting through, uh, you know, like a, an impossible attempt at this or anything like that. So I just there wasn't a whole lot to sink my teeth into.
0: Yeah, and she beat Britt Baker pretty clean. Like it wasn't mm. a lot of. One thing that I thought was clunky, and I wrote that on on our Twitter page, uh, was that uh, Jamie Hader pulls out Tony Storm's uh, feet, drops her to the canvas right when she goes off the ropes. Thunder Rosa then just like jogs to the ring, which then Jamie Hader just jogs away from her. Mm-hmm. And then Tony Storm beats Britt Baker. And then Thunder Rosa just walks back out I was like this. is My title. Here's my title was this a number one contenders match? Are we all just saying that because the week before Britt Baker and Tony storm looked at the title at the same time, like this feels like the most afterthought feud I've ever heard. It's just like, Oh, well those two, they like, so just have them stare at the title. That'll be fine. Let's do that. Oh, to make her look good. Have her beat our number one girl, Britt Baker. There you go. That, that, that should suffice. And it's like, man, what? Get another, from all that Tony Khan says he does, he needs someone to help with like these kind of things.
1: Yeah, because it just makes me think I'm like, well, Thunder Rosa's going to win because we didn't build this much. This is just more fodder for Thunder Rosa. idol ring.
0: or it's just a oh my God, what a shocking moment. Tony Storm wins. Like I can see that but it, it doesn't feel again. It's, it might even be a good match, which from all accounts that I've ever seen of Tony Storm, not a good wrestler. No offense. Um, I just don't I don't get it. Don't get it, because again, you could have done so much more. You could have done Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter versus Tony Storm and Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa and Tony Storm then get the victory next week, and then Tony Storm's like, "I'm tired of looking at the title. I want it." Hits her in the back after they win. Then there's something. Like I just came up with that in two seconds. That was way better than what they did yeah, here. Would, where yeah. just Britt Baker just lost. Which okay, okay. <laughs> so that's what we got. Now let's move on to right before the main event. Actually, they did a little bit different because then they had a promo. It was the last match before the main event, but then they switched up on us a little bit. They did a promo. Our guy, cowboy shit, Hangman Adam Page. This is a uh, Hangman Adam Page appreciation podcast, by the way. If any slander of Hangman happens, uh, you're going to get five across your lip. Anyhow. Um, Hangman comes out and was like, hey, I'm kind of a dumbass, <laughs> which I thought was great. <laughs> he yeah. was like, I yeah. called out Okada thinking he was going to be the champ by the time we got to Forbidden Door. He lost to Jay White, but still want that title. And then Casper, the friendly ghost with the beard, Adam Cole comes out. Good God, would a tan kill him? He is so <laughs> pale. He comes out and again, just For as cool as he was when he started, he is now like the annoying friend. You know what I mean? It's just like, dude, go away. Stop. You are not. And so he's like, hey, again, you're not getting the title shot. I'm getting the title shot. So what did you think about that interaction? I told you how I felt. What did you I think? I
1: agree with you, man. Like, I, I understood when, when Adam Cole kind of hit the scene with the NXT thing. I mean, I, Adam Cole's been a brown, but, like, the yeah. mainstream scene. And everybody was like, this is the coolest guy. I was kind of like, this is the coolest guy? And then I got a little bit behind the Adam Cole baby, bay, right? And I was like, okay, I get it. That's fun. And then they did the Undisputed Era, and that had a decent run. But right after that, as you said, it's turned into this, like, annoying shtick and it feels like like he hasn't let go right like he hasn't changed anything right like the the catchphrase isn't changing mannerisms aren't changing the stick isn't changing so it's just adam Cole, baby i'm like yeah okay i get it right like now you're no longer the coolest guy in the room you're just doing your thing you're just getting your shit in and it just feels yeah and i kind of like that you know he thought jay white was going to be his buddy here which we'll get into and
0: and he was like yeah "Yeah, fuck you (laughs) Well, and the other thing that just doesn't fit with me is I understand from Adam Cole's perspective that he could talk himself into I won the Owen Hart tournament. You lost your title. If anyone's getting anything, it's the one who just most recently won. But it's also like you lost repeatedly to Hangman Adam Page like a month ago. You know yeah, what I he mean? He just like even it, said that. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's just yeah. like, dude. That's why it's annoying to me. It's like, yeah, get out of here. So anyhow, uh, like you said, Jay White then comes from behind and hits old, uh hangman in the back. Of, or he hits his finisher on him. My, I got him. Right. And then cuts a quick promo where he's like, I'm the man. And neither one of you guys are getting a shot, which then I'm goals. Like, wait a minute. Huh? We said, what? right. And Jay was like, nah, fuck yourself. You're a nerd. Thank you. And so what happens here? Tell me what happens here, Tim.
1: When is the glory hole?
0: Uh, two weeks. Next week is the go home. And then it's so glory. Maybe we hole work
1: something to where we get a triple
0: threat. That's not what's going to happen.
1: What's going to happen at the glory hole.
0: So I don't know what's going to happen to the most interesting person. In this storyline, Hangman Adam Page. That's what makes me a little nervous, is because it was said by Adam Cole that Okada is not going to be there. He's not there, which okay, uh, he's a big player over there, so it kind of feels weird. But all right, um, Jay White says neither one of you guys are getting the shot. I call my own shot. I know a little bit of Bullet Club history begrudgingly. And I know there's someone that hasn't been on a W television for a little over a hundred days. And wouldn't it be great that with no CM punk at forbidden door glory hole, glory hole, we get, we get Jay white standing in the middle of the ring saying there's only one person that can t- uh, challenge for this title. And it's the return of Kenny Omega. Because if you recall, it was Jay White who kicked out Kenny Omega from the Bullet Club. So full circle, circle jerk. That's what we love. We got to get that match. And the whole thing, as I said before, John Moxley started this whole thing from a TV perspective, right? He was the first one that said, I'm fighting New Japan, guys. This is what I'm doing. Uh, I'm going through the glory hole, sticking it in, coming back out, sticking it in, I'm beating you all up, Right. Uh he started it. But if anyone benefits from glory hole, the one that's getting off first yeah. is Kenny Omega. I can't believe it right?
1: didn't come up with his name earlier. Shout out to uh <laughs> Anthony Carrillo there. Yes. The glory hole. Love it.
0: <laughs> yes. So yeah, it's right, gonna be like- a
1: Kenny Omega. God damn it, Tommy Scoop me.
0: And then Kenny Omega being your IWGP heavyweight champion as an AEW competitor is the win-win for everyone. Cause then yep. he can go up against Okada and then he can go up against Tanahashi and then he can go up against, uh, you know, his tag team partner from the golden lovers. And then he can go up against Jay white again. And he already did this once. We already proven that he can do the whole multiple schedule thing. Yep. It's, Kenny Omega and CM punks out. So you got to give Chicago your home base, your de facto home base for big time moments, a big moment. So the return of Kenny Omega, I think is what's going to happen
1: at the glory hole
0: at the glory hole. He's getting off at the glory hole. Coming
1: back to the glory hole. (laughs) Oh, he's coming. He's coming. (laughs) Glory hole. Um, all right. So
0: that happened. And then, and then we get the ladder match. Mm. The abbreviated ladder match for the AEW World Tag Team Championship, Jurassic Express taking on the Young Bucks. And just in typical fashion, this was fun, right? They've done this yeah. multiple times now. So there was no n- nothing new under the sun, as they say, but it was still fun, right? So what did you think?
1: yes well we've done ladder matches i think we've gotten every ladder match spot you can get anything else is just a variation of something that's been done at this point so i think pro wrestling's in need for a new kind of gimmick match um mm-hmm. i'll say that but we haven't seen like a tlc here um yet i feel like at AEW, right like i mean i like maybe it oh, well, and guts. you got some tlc stuff right but like
0: well, no because like you've seen a uh, you've seen the lucha bros and yes, young true. bucks do a, their yep. shit mm-hmm. you know what i mean and you've yeah. done you've done uh at the last pay-per-view you did the triple threat yeah. with team taz keith lee and swerve sure and yeah, then, yeah, yeah that's uh, right Dressy. they had some in there
1: yeah but what you know you what i mean like it,
0: it hasn't felt overdone at least and so you know and
1: right. they hit all the spots here i mean there were some spots where i thought Luchasaurus was dead.
0: Yep. That last one, I thought Luchasaurus literally was like, man, you overshot. I think you hit your head on the floor. Yeah. Are you conscious?
1: So now maybe he doesn't think he's a dinosaur anymore. Anyway.
0: I'm telling you, that needs to be the thing. Because the fallout from this match is we have new tag team champions, the Young Bucks, first two-time tag team champions. And like we mentioned, Luchasaurus gets... Dropped on his head from, you know, the top of the arena. It looked like
1: 85 and,
0: and, uh, old jungle boy, Jack Perry tweaked his knee or his leg, some type of leg injury. He needs assistance out of the ring. Christian goes up. He's like, I'll help you out. You know what? You're a piece of shit. And then turns on him, gives him the kill switch, gives him a concerto. which
1: I think hit his head. If you watch that. Oh yeah.
0: Well, and there's like a piece that popped off too. So like the chair almost broke on his head too. Um, and again, he didn't kill him, but he damn near tried. And that's how we end the show. Tim, what'd you think of that? Loved
1: it. I think we've been asking for this and and saying like, Hey, it's finally happening. It's, 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 it's coming, right? We could see it. They were starting to telegraph it and it happened. And the spot went perfectly. And Christian played this so great. Like, He's the best. God, he's the best. And then there's a clip out on Twitter of after the show went off the air with him engaging with Jungle Boy's mom and sister. Yep. Oh, where he's just like, he's going to be eating his breakfast through a fucking straw. He's a piece of shit. (laughs) Like, you, you, he's a piece of shit. God, I love it. I've been waiting for a heel Christian for a while now, and I'm excited.
0: Yeah, I think this is where the fun happens, right? This is where... We go back to, uh, was it a battle royal that Jungle Boy beat Christian, right? Mm, Remember, that's how it started. And then Christian was like, hey, pal, you're, you're not that bad. You beat me, right? And I also like that we didn't do, even though it could have easily been done, that Christian cost Jurassic Express the titles, right? It wasn't Jungle Boy's about to grab it. Christian hits him with the... Chair in the back, and then the Young Bucks get the titles. Like Jurassic Express lost clean. I do like that part about this this angle. Because then it plays into Christian going, like, yeah, you suck. Piece of shit.
1: Yeah. Like, look at him, he's four foot seven. He sucks.
0: And he lost to the Young Bucks, the guy that lost his shoe during this match. Like too worried about his goddamn
1: sideburns instead
0: of winning matches. Yeah. Those guys, the guys that do the vlog
1: great you have that's eight abs good job you lost to some yeah. doughy fucking you don't yeah. you lost to some doughy 40 year olds who call themselves young yeah one guy has a receding hairline
0: for Christ's sake <laughs> hey, one of them's older you than know? me for fuck's sake yeah <laughs> and so that's who you lost to by the way
1: uh, theo in the twitch chat says did one of the young bucks still have you blocked t-mac
0: oh they both do Yeah, they can go fuck themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So does Kevin Owens. So does JBL.
1: Yeah, JBL and Kevin Owens. Like, what the hell happened there? Ah, fuck him. I don't know. Um, We need more wrestling fans like Cutie Marshall, our biggest fan.
0: Cutie Marshall loves us, and we love him. Thanks, Cutie. You're the man. Um, So, yeah, that was AEW uh, Dynamite. Thought it was really fun. Road Rager. Road rager. I do wish though. The only thing that I was honestly looking forward to that they didn't make any mention of or talk about even in the slightest was from the previous week that we were at on the floor, floor seats, floor seats, uh, Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee. Yeah. Are we cool? Are we not? I get that. We're doing promo packages for, Darby Allen and, and uh, the Fish, Bobby Fish, because we're doing that at Rampage on on Friday. But I kind of wanted a follow up of something from at least that because that was interesting. That was a big spot, and then that was it. Yeah, so nothing. yeah, that was that was my only criticism as far as stories is I wanted something there. Instead, we got Chris Jericho twice. That couldn't have happened. That could have could have done the second thing. Could have done without the second thing. You know what I mean? Yep. yep. Um, but we did it. So, what did you think? That was dynamite. Where, no, I thought it was fun? good. I,
1: I walked away once again, being like, "That was a good show. Really enjoyed myself." Like you said, there was a few things where I would have done differently, but that's always the case because we're just better than you. You know. It. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Ooh. Still waiting. Tell me, tell me that real quick before we maybe wrap up here. MJF yeah. he is the boogeyman right now Yeah. of AEW tell me tell me what happens here
1: well I don't think we see him at the glory hole right I don't think that's the spot for him so when's their next big event after that
0: I don't know yeah, the I schedule know. off the top of my head but the next pay-per-view you think we see him at the next pay-per-view yeah, I
1: just don't know where we go because like you know whole shtick and somebody brought this up was a good point was like you know his whole shtick was fuck you you weren't paying me enough fuck out of here I'm gone well then if he's not getting paid then why would he be coming back around to fuck with Tony Khan and another aspect that was lost on all that is like aren't you rich like
0: yeah are you rich well well but again he said this is Max whatever his real last name Well, yeah but and also like
1: I mean I mean you get rich by making sure people pay you your motherfucking money so
0: yeah I got it. I got it, Tim.
1: Okay. This is T-Max story time. He does come back to glory. Which we're going to bring back, by the way.
0: Yes. Right, He's yeah. coming back at glory hole. At the glory Phillip hole. Endor.
1: Yes. MJF is coming to glory
0: hole. Yep. You know why? He'll be coming through the glory hole. The biggest criticism he had is, why don't you pay me like the other ex-WWE guys? Right. And obviously, he has a beef with AEW. So, what's the quickest way to fuck over the company and go after someone you don't like because they're ex-WWE guy? You interfere with Tanahashi and John Moxley. Tanahashi becomes your interim champion because, again, that eventually will be leading to CM Punk. And they still want that match. MJF fucks over John well, Moxley. I've heard
1: that there's an idea that they swap the titles for a while, right? So, like you and said, Tanahashi would have the AEW title. And meanwhile, we got Kenny Omega running around AEW, yeah. the IWGP
0: not and shocked promoting at each other.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. be shocked at that either. So, yeah, and so, I can see that.
0: And so, yeah, you we, have, we haven't
1: got MJF Moxley yet, have we?
0: We did once. Remember when he Briefly, did the right? campaign thing when he was yeah. doing the MJF 2020 thing? Yep, that's right. Uh, That was early. I can see. Yeah, that was early. And it was kind of just a one-off, and they left it. It was pre-MJF
1: being as big as he is now.
0: Yes. So MJF going full, you are everything I hate about this company. You came in, Dean. And he just calls him Dean like six or seven times, you know? Like, and John Moxley just going ape shit is every time he calls him Dean. Yeah. 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 And again who's John Moxley's support system in aW WWE guys. Who's he going to go to William Regal, Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryan for, for help. That's again, everything that MJF hates. And for as much as John Moxley could be like, I've been here since day one. He didn't right? Good. He came in as a surprise at the first pay-per-view. So that's what I would do. Is there you go? Those two go crazy on each other for until you get the CM Punk Tanahashi thing wrapped up, and then you get something from there, some fun from there. But that's what I I would do.
1: All right. Okay. We'll see, man. That's an exciting thing still hanging out there, right? Because we're like, when Mm -hmm. does MJF resurface and where and how? And it's going to be exciting. And I'm excited for that. I'm excited for more AW Dynamite. I'm like, I'm always excited for the glory hole. You know what I'm saying? So we'll see what happens there. We're going to go
0: so many times in and out of that glory hole.
1: Oh yeah. Next week, we're going to be all over that glory hole.
0: Oh, we're going to be go home. Yeah. So we're going to be,
1: we're going to be all around that glory hole. We're going to be on this side and that side of it.
0: We're going to be giving you picks. And when we give you picks, we're going to be coming. I tell you what, we're going to be coming with those picks in the glory hole.
1: All right. I'm leaving on that one. That's all I've got. That's, that's enough. We'll see you next week.
0: (laughs) The Spanish announce table.